Firstly, apologies for the music going on in the background, although it is rather fun, um, sort of hip-hop. So, if you like that, listen out. Hello, this is the Ben O'Clock News and my name is Benedict Esdale. It is a Sunday today, as I'm recording this podcast. Today is Sunday, the 27th of August. A very happy end of August to you. First off today, we're going to talk about giraffes. I acquired a giraffe and I spoke about it last week on the podcast. Uh, I found this giraffe in the street. I knocked on the door and I said, is this giraffe for the taking? And the owners, previous owners, I should say, of the giraffe said, yes, uh, by all means, take it away. And uh, take it away I did. And it lived at my girlfriend's house uh, for a few days while because I was on the way there. And that's when I found it. So uh, it has now been brought home. And the first stage of sanding it down has taken place. Uh, firstly, by hand using sandpaper, which took ages and was very difficult, and then using a block, sanding block, which was a bit better but not great, and then using an electric hand sander, which was excellent and uh, made light work of this sort of strange veneer that had been put over the the giraffe in its previous life, uh, which hadn't necessarily done very well because it was all stained underneath and not nice but that giraffe is being sanded down and something will happen to it um i did receive some advice or not not necessarily advice but a a suggestion perhaps of what to do with that giraffe uh from an artiste uh Let's see, sand the giraffe down, weatherproof it with oil or whatever, and stick it outside. Um, Garden art, darling, apparently. Uh, That's what I've heard. Anyway, on the street, so it may live outside with its giraffe uh, friends in the wild. I'd now like to talk about coincidences. We had a coincidence last week on the podcast itself when it happened to be uh, Sylvester McCoy's birthday. Happy birthday, Sylvester McCoy, for the 20th of August. And it was also, um, it was the puzzle of the week. The answer to the puzzle of the week was um, Sylvester McCoy being Doctor, the seventh Doctor of Doctor Who, um, which was a bizarre coincidence, but uh, very much enjoyed by me, at least. Um, I hope you enjoyed that one too. Coincidences can be fun. They can also be a little bit spooky. And uh, this happened with myself and Abby as we were walking through London. We were talking about two other friends of ours, Emily and Ben. Um, Not me, of course, a different Ben. I wasn't talking about myself and someone else in third person with someone else. But uh, we were walking along, talking about them, having been to, uh, walking past a music venue where we'd been to a gig with them and uh, wondering what they were up to now. And we stopped at some traffic lights to cross the road And they were there. The two friends we were talking about were standing at those traffic lights while I had just spoken the words, I wonder if they moved to Newcastle. Uh, They were there. They were literally right there in front of us, and uh, which was very handy because we were actually able to then ask them if they had moved to Newcastle, uh, which they haven't uh, yet, potentially. They were were on their way to Newcastle, or they'd just come back from... Um, they'd spent a good an hour and a half in a Five Guys, I think, is is the the main news update uh, from them. 
getting the most out of the unlimited refillable drinks that you get from Five Guys uh, if you if you buy them. They have those amazing Coke branded machines um, which which have all sorts of Coke products within them somehow deep within their bowels. Uh, you can choose all different types of flavours of Coke or fav- flavours of Fanta and that sort of thing and uh, un- unlimited of course uh, you could top those up as you like. So the longer you stay the better money you're getting money's worth you're getting. Um, but yes there you go. A, a coincidence be on the lookout for coincidences. I believe that um, Mercury is now in retrograde, retrograde, retro Gatorade. Um, I am not entirely sure how that may affect you, uh, depending on your star birth sign. Uh, But if you are a Virgo, watch out. So uh, I don't know why, but um, I, I I think that's one of them. But but anyway, just just keep an eye out on coincidences and things like that. If you see the same black cat twice, then uh, ring the bell three times and don't trust the man's brother. Little personal update here. I've been trying to call myself out on pretending when I knew something. Uh, a little bit of context to this. Um, have you have you ever been uh, told something? Uh, say 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 a band or something is mentioned. I think this one comes up quite a lot. Um, oh yeah, this band, and and you kind of your instinct is to go, oh yeah yeah yeah, and just kind of you know play it off as though you knew it all along. Um, I've got a bit of a bad habit of doing that, um, and I've been trying to call myself out on it more recently. Um, uh, so uh, if, you, if you notice me in the street, just uh, glibly uh, passing off un- hitherto unknown knowledge as though it, it was in my brain all along, then then uh, you'll have my permission to uh, slap me with a, uh, a small but sturdy stick, uh, flat-sided um and, and and a bit with a bit of flex in it so it doesn't so you're not you're not you're not stabbing it's not more it's not a clubbing movement it's more of just a sharp like fata um sort of uh, ha, n- no no stop that stop it stop 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 it stop and and um and hopefully I will. Um, but y- yes, I did this recently uh, with regards to the... Ca- well, I'm doing it now is what I'm doing now is accepting that I didn't know something uh, when I sort of pretended I did, which is... Th- the, there is a cool pub, uh, which I am also recommending to you. We we went to the Horseshoe Pub in Hampstead. That was a nice one. And then from there, we went to uh, a Camden Town sort of... A Camden Town brewery, uh, which you may know of, especially if you're a Londoner. They're very popular here in London. The Camden Hells uh, is a popular a lager and they do a pale ale and all sorts of things um, but they have a site in Camden of course but they also have a site in Kentish Town which is near to Camden uh, and there's a sort of underground brewery tavern uh, sort of um, not the uh, anyway related to the brewery tavern pub in Canterbury just in case uh, any uh, Canterbury locals are, are confused by that, um, but uh, but a, a sort of beer hall type thing. If you've ever been to um, Cats and Jammers in in London Bridge or to to Germany at all, uh, then you'll know about the beer hall culture. But there's a sort of beer hall type thing, Camden Town Brewery beer hall, uh, under the arches of Kentish Town West Overground Station. Uh, so if you happen to be in that area, then I can recommend it. Uh, they have different types of Camden Town beer on tap. They have twelve different taps, I think, that are all they rotate what's on them and, and what you can get there and you can get food as well although last orders for food oh no we were there it must have been about nine o'clock then they they called last orders for food and uh five pounds for some fries so uh, 
eat before i will say eat before uh, if you're going there but the but it was a lovely atmosphere and it's nice to be sort of um surrounded by and supporting uh, one particular thing um if, if, if you're into that if you're not then uh, i advise you not to go there but the whole point of this thing is i pretended to know what that it that it existed um and i of course didn't had no idea uh, so uh, i am owning up to that now cuff me take me away sir i will plead guilty Another semi-admission that's going to come your way via the book writing world. As you may know, I've been writing a novel, a sort of fiction novel, and uh, recently I've had some ups and downs in regards to inspiration as well as uh, in, not enthusiasm but uh, ooh, what's the word for when you just uh, can't be bothered or not not uh, inspiration oh no it's not that what is it it's a uh, conviction when you've uh, impetus all those sorts of things anyway the point is um just been feeling a bit off about it recently but i was lucky enough this last week to uh, have two separate meetings or not meetings at all but um people i did meet uh with two dear friends who sort of helped buoy me up not uh, by you know, giving me motivational talks or anything, but just by talking about what we were up to, and uh, in doing so, uh, I felt more inspired by inspiration. Oh no, no inspiration. Well, inspired, but not in, in necessarily in a in a. a oh, I, oh my god! I've got an idea, but but in um encouraged. Oh, there's another word there. It'll come to me. Um, but yes, yeah, so shout outs to Will, who I had a lovely cup of tea with, uh, who's also a writer and is doing extremely well um, and is brilliant and it will go far uh, in 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 Hollywood and beyond, uh, potentially even Bollywood, uh, if. If, if, if he wants to, um, but also to Siobhan as well, um, a dear friend who works in the the book industry, and uh, we had a lovely chat about books and things, and her friend Connor, uh, so shout out to them for providing a bit of inspo, uh, I'm saying inspo again, inspiration, encouragement, perhaps, yeah. No, no, no. Still not, still not coming to me. Which is, um, which is. Uh, please do read the novel when it's. Uh, it's better than. It's better than this. I'll, I'll put it that way. And now it's time for the puzzle of the week from the GCHQ puzzle book. Last week we had a question which was not that fill in the blanks. It was a similar sort of fill in the blanks. Oh no, I've lost it now. Hang on, it's coming back. It's coming back to me. It was question time. No, here we go for the ears. For the ears was this question. Uh, what links the following and where might you find them all together? Ear, champagne, shoe, Bermuda, ear dash, and super. Uh, not sure what that's about, but I'll, I'll give you the clue just in case you wanted that. What words might follow the words in the question? In the question? What words might follow the words in the question? What words might follow the words? Ear... Champagne, champagne, supernova, shoe dog, Bermuda triangle, ear and super, superman, ear, uh, champagne, champagne wedding anniversary, shoe, shoe horn, Bermuda, horn of Bermuda, ear horn, horn, super horn, no idea. Okay, let's uh let's find the answer for you and for me, um, because I clearly 
do not know. 57 for the ears. Let's have a look, shall we? They precede things you might find in an orchestra. Ah, how lovely. A eardrum, champagne flute, shoehorn, I got that one. Bermuda Triangle, I got that one too. Ear trumpet and superconductor. Brilliant. Ear dash and super... Why was there a dash there? Ear trumpet. Because that's... Is that hyphenated? No. That put me off. I would have got it if it wasn't for the dash. Um, but anyway, yes, those are all things you might find in an orchestra. Drum, flute, horn, triangle, trumpet, and of course, the conductor. Uh, so congratulations if you got that. And we're going to move on to the next question, which is going to be a simple odd one out. Uh, odd one out. Which is the odd one out? Uh, firm, helm, soak, and wash. And I'll read the, which is the odd one out? Firm, F-I-R-M, helm, H-E-L-M, soak, S-O-A-K, and wash, W-A-S-H. Which one is the odd one out? Find out next week or before if you can work it out. This week's song of the week is Still in Love with You by Thin Lizzy. Uh, and I am still in love with you, Lizzy. Um, not really. Um, I only know one Lizzy and uh, and I'm not in love with her. Sorry. Sorry, Lizzy, if... if that's coming as a surprise. Um, but uh, shout out to Rebecca for giving a suggestion of a, pod- a podcast, a playlist, which had that song on it. Uh, Rebecca, I'm still in love with you. Um, again, not really. Again, sorry if that's a disappointment or a, or a surprise. Um, God, I'm not in. I'm not in love with anyone uh, as far as it, this is going. No, I, that's a, that's also a joke. If you if you are listening and I am in love with you, then um, then you probably know. And um, I am still in love with you. If if you if you thought before you listen to this podcast that I was in love with you then chances are I am still in love with you uh, unless it's hmm who would no let's not get into that I am very excited to begin to talk about Yahtzee once again now those of you who know how much I love to talk about Yahtzee will know how much it means to me that the second meeting of the North London Yahtzee Society is but one week away uh, that's right on Sunday the 4th I believe, of September 3rd Sunday the 3rd of September um, because there are 31 days in August, of course. Um, on Sunday the 3rd of September, the second meeting of the North London Yahtzee Society Society will be taking place, uh, and we will be playing Yahtzee, of course, uh, discussing the state of the nation, presumably uh, drinking uh, strong drinks with a single glass of ice. No, it's not that kind of nice at all, um, but it is a lot of fun. If anyone would like to join in for the North London Yahtzee Society's second meeting, then you can, of course, um, please do get in touch with me or any of the members uh, of the North London Yahtzee Society and we'll be happy to uh, put your membership to the committee and see what happens there and I'm sure you will be approved unless you are of course a convicted felon on the run Um, in which case we can house you of course and keep you from the authorities but we cannot uh, simply cannot allow you to play Yahtzee. It is a sacred and moral game and uh, yeah, you should be in prison, but but that's not up to us. 
I'd now like to talk about the humble snack, and not so humble uh, as many snacks may be. Uh, there, there's a lots of different types of snack, of course. Uh, there are chocolate snacks, there are crisp snacks, there are um, baked good snacks. There's a lot of bakery section, savory or sweet snacks. There are fruit snacks, of course, um, fruit-based snacks like a fruit winder. That's that's, that's a pretty good one. Snack recommendation. Um, snack now also, of course. Um, is is sort of a term for a, a person who is uh, what, how do you desc- how do you describe it? Um, it it's got uh, sexual connotations, I think, or or just um, attractiveness connotations. Uh, looking like a snack, feeling like a snack. Um, uh, I'd like to snack on. I, I, look, I, w- I don't want to um, pretend again. Like I, I really know what I'm talking about in that realm. It's not a use uh, word. Word, not a word I use regularly to describe myself or others. But um, sometimes, I, actually, sometimes I do feel like a snack, and um, and I'd like that to be recognised that that I could be a snack too. Uh, but but the snack I want to speak about today specifically. Is the knickknack now? Knickknacks uh, are a crisp. Uh, they are a puffed sort of uh, what's it Cheeto type crisp. I'm not sure how they're made. Are they maize? Perhaps they're maize or corn or, or something puffed corn. Um, and you, they, they come. They're, they're knobbly. They're sort of knobbly, like a like a Cheeto. Uh, more knobbly than a Watsit. Uh, no, no, nothing like a Watsit, actually. Not, Watsits are fluffy, aren't they? Uh, these are crunchy, um, crispy, delicious, and they come, as far as I know, only in three flavours. There is the nice and spicy, so, n and spelt with apostrophe, n apostrophe, nice and spicy, uh, rib and saucy, and scampi and lemon, um, which is a not so common and not so popular, I don't think. But uh, I've recently got back into knickknacks. They were a favourite post-swimming training snack of mine when I was a young teenager or uh, in my youth. And they I didn't really see them for many years after that until uh, quite recently I saw a packet of knickknacks on the shelf and I bought them using my adult money uh, because I could just buy snacks if I like. And I uh, now re-addicted to the knickknack, the humble humble knickknack snack, uh, especially the ribbon saucy flavour. I think they are just delicious. So this is your sign if you needed that. I've also got a Twix wrapper in front of me here, Twix Extra. So um, yeah, if you needed a sign to go out and get yourself a snack, then uh, Twix or perhaps a, a packet of ribbon saucy knickknacks will do you just fine. And of course, a banana. This is just a reminder that you can make your own pasta, and it's not that difficult. Uh, flour and egg, that's all you need. Uh, egg yolks, quite a few of them, if you're if you're not using the whites. Or just a ratio of 1 to 100 uh, eggs to flour. Two eggs, 200 grams of flour will make you... Uh, I'd say you probably need three to three... No, f- to feed two people, two to 200, you'll probably be fine. Enough pasta to, um, to feed. Yeah, and it's delicious. You just... Um, mix it all together, knead it for a while, leave it in the fridge for a bit, and then roll it out. Uh, using a pasta machine, if you've got one, they're brilliant. Um, if you haven't, a rolling pin like old non used to. It's now time for On This Day. Now, On This Day, On This Day, the, the, the today, today, August the 27th, uh, 2023, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole researching uh, this day in history. There's some interesting things I'll, 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 I'll whack off quickly. We had, of course, in 1859, the 
found founding the finding of uh, the discovery of petroleum in Titusville, Pennsylvania, and the first oil well in the world. A great, great day, uh, depending on how you look at it. Uh, we've got some births. Man Ray, the artist, and Pee Wee Butts, who I believe was a baseball player. I've never heard of him, but he's got a great name, Pee Wee Butts. Um, and the deaths of little St. Hugh of Lincoln. Um, no idea about him again. Uh, Titian, the artist. The two popes, Eugene II and Sixtus V, about a thousand years apart. Um, Haile Selassie, the emperor of Ethiopia. Le Corbusier, the architect. And in 2015, Cookie, the cockatoo, who was 82, the oldest um, of uh, cockatoo, I think, and the earliest, oldest recorded bird, perhaps. Um, but the rabbit hole that I really went down on this day was in 1883, uh, which is exactly 140 years ago, the eruption of Krakatoa, the volcano. Now, uh, this is a uh, volcano in the southeast of the world, if you're looking at a map, um, near to Java, I believe, uh, if you know where where that is. Um, I'm actually going to just double check this. Java. No, Java. What's that? That's nothing. Java. Uh, Java Whiskers. Java U Cafe. Right, well, that's in Marlebone. Okay, but yes, it's near to Java, um, in the southeast, the islands there, and it uh, exploded. Oh, it went off. It erupted. That's the one. Um, in 1883, on the 27th of August, now, uh, the few years before earthquakes had been going on, and in the 20th of May of that year, 1883, there were steam vents appearing. Uh, the first eruption was in June, um, but the 27th of August was the real main day. There were four large eruptions. Um, th- th- it was heard, the fourth eruption, is said to potentially be the loudest thing ever, uh, the loudest sound ever, which is which is quite amazing. It was heard over three thousand miles away um, in, in an island near Mauritius, where they thought it was a, a the firing of a nearby cannon. Um, three thousand miles away. There were tsunamis uh, over 30 meters high in various places, which is uh, a blue whale, uh, for context, about if, if you stand up a blue whale on its tail um, and poke it up in the, or, or on its nose. If you balance a blue whale on its nose, that's about how high the tsunamis were. Then estimated 36,000 plus deaths from the tsunamis and the eruptions. Um, the, 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 the explosion is estimated to have been about 200 megatons of TNT in size, uh, which is four times the size of the Tsar bomb, which is the largest bomb ever made and tested by humans. We've since made bigger ones, uh, which we're not going to do anything with because it would be very stupid. But the light effects, this is one of the amazing things. For years afterwards, the the Krakatoa volcano eruption affected the light around the world. It had huge climate impact. Um, and they say that the, there were uh, fire engines called in New York because the sky at night was so red, so vivid, that people thought that there were fires going on around the world, as far away as New York, halfway around the world, and I think that's quite amazing, and a, a nice reminder, perhaps, or not not so nice reminder, of the incredible power of Mother Nature. So there you go, on this day in 1883, the eruption of the Krakatoa Volcano. 
And finally, as a last thing to talk about on this day's podcast, I'm off to the Notting Hill Carnival uh, in a few minutes, just as soon as I put some clothes on. And that's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the Ben O'Clock News. As always, you can get in touch with at the Ben O'Clock News at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Ben O'Clock News. Please don't forget to like and subscribe this YouTube video. I've been Benedict Estelle. Goodbye. Goodbye.